comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. Welcome to It's All Connected, a Marvel Studios podcast. It's all connected. Everything. And welcome to episode 109 of It's All Connected. This is Russ, and back from hiatus and moves and family stuff is Matthew Arrow. Hey. And Daryl Taylor. Hello. Who did not move? He's just back. <coughs> yeah, I didn't, didn't move. A <laughs> little bit of a change in plan. We are going to cover a little bit of news, and then we're going to cover uh, episodes 14 and 15 of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and we're going to hold on Luke Cage. So Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has a six-week hiatus. Uh, we got uh, three weeks before, really two and a half, uh, before Iron Fist hits. But since we usually try and record like either Thursday or Sunday, either we'll not have seen Iron Fist at that point or we'll have just seen it uh, and haven't really figured out like what our plan is going to be for recording that yet. So uh, more than likely if we record that Sunday uh, after Iron Fist airs, we'll probably talk about like first impressions and just kind of general uh, general gut gut feel over it because I'm sure we'll we'll probably have binged it at by Sunday evening. Yeah, uh, I know I will. Uh, so so we'll figure that out. Like I said, uh, Iron Fist. We may end up uh, uh, separating that out. I'm not sure. I know John is really he is sworn to me. He is coming back for Iron Fist. So oh yeah, that's his that's his guy. Huh? Yeah, yeah, that's his thing. Yes. That's his that's his. Thing. Yeah. So, uh, and one of the things I want to put up on the feed. So, as you're hearing this, it's probably Monday or Tuesday uh, when I put this up after we record. Uh, John and I sat down. Uh, we we just kind of on a whim last week and joined with my buddy Glenn, and we had uh, a little discussion on 4K TVs and 4K stuff. So, kind of like a little 4K primer. So, I think I'm going to throw it up on the feed just uh, just as like a bonus episode. Uh, if folks are interested, if not, you can just skip on past it. You know, it's nothing specific to Marvel or, or the MCU or anything like that. Just, just thought it was kind of interesting to talk about, you know, video file kind of stuff. So, uh, it was, it was a lot of fun. It was about an hour, a little over an hour. We, we just kind of, kind of BS'd about, uh, about the 4K world that we're, we're living in now. Starting off with some, unfortunately, for some sad news. Uh, I guess the reports came out today, but I guess it actually happened yesterday. Uh, but Bill Paxton passed away, uh, and he was only 61. And uh, they said it was complications from surgery. So I haven't yeah. read anything that goes into any more detail in that. Um, no. You know, the, <clears throat> these things are early. Family wants privacy, all that kind of stuff. So I don't, you know, I, I mean, it's not, you know, the, the method isn't isn't really that uh you know, pertinent, but, uh, you know, of course, uh, Bill Paxson played John Garrett in season one of agents of shield, uh, and had that, that big arc as kind of, uh, Ward's mentor. Um, but a really just, you know, long, uh, you know, stretching back to the late seventies, early eighties, uh, film career and just played some really, uh, great iconic, uh, you know, characters. Uh, so, so that was really, I was, I was really was- bummed out to hear that. Yeah, he was just on a show. Like I just uh, just got finished reviewing uh, Training Day like a week ago because they just dropped that tra- the uh, pilot for that. 
Yeah. And it's, it's so, and they, they said he completed all 13 episodes of that show. Oh, wow. So they're not sure what they're going to do. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of a weird situation. Uh, yeah, to figure out how that. Yeah, because I guess the it actually premieres on TV. I think next week, the second or something like that. Well, it second, already it already came out. The oh, first episode it? already. Yeah, the pilot already dropped. Okay. Uh, a week ago, um, and then the show is going from there. But now I don't know what to to. to I don't know what they're going to do now. It's it's sad because it was the bad thing about it was is that they didn't have anybody to surround him to have fun with. But it was fun to just watch him chew the scenery. Yeah, because he's and, playing and, like the Denzel equivalent on the show. Right. He's another yeah. – co- yeah, it's in the same world. And they – you know, after Denzel's character dies, they, they don't want it to happen again. So that he's like a maverick cop who will want all – you know, like was a super cop at one time. And they want to make sure that he doesn't uh, go overboard like the other cop did. And so he gets uh, – a straight lace cop to come and be his partner. And then, and then you find out there's a big conspiracy, but the, but all that stuff doesn't matter. The fun stuff about it was just to see, there's this scene of just uh, Bill Paxton talking to this little kid who didn't want to be a, um, a lookout. So he refused to be a lookout and these, uh, and the gang, they beat him up and you just have a scene with, with him uh, just talking to the kid and giving the kid a lot of crap and the kid giving him crap back. And it just was a fun, you know, like it's just Bill Paxton being Bill Paxton most, sure, sure. pretty much. But just him, you know, saying F the rules and he, you know, and then he winds up helping the kid at the end during the, the episode and like his wife, well, the girlfriend he has, she's a madam. She runs nice. the call girl nice. crew. <laughs> and it's like, it was so, it was just like, if it could just be him just going out fighting crime, it, it probably would have been the be- a better show. But I probably would have stayed with it just because you get a chance to see him just acting crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. He's Matthew, any, any thoughts yeah. on Bill Paxton? No, I mean, he's he's great. I mean, it's it's a real bummer. I mean, I was really hoping, you know, skipping ahead to S.H.I.E.L.D. a little bit, that we might be able to see him back on the show. Given the uh, circumstances, yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But um, yeah, I mean, it's it's really too bad. Like he's definitely a, a dynamic performer, and yeah, it's just a real bummer. So yeah, so uh, hopefully all the best to him and his family, uh, or his family, I should say. So we'll move on. So to a little bit of a lighter side. Not not mean to start with a bummer, but I figured we'd start start at a low point and and uh, and go back uh, keeping it positive but it looks like the inhumans are headed to hawaii so i guess they're going to film the most of the series there is is that that's my understanding they that uh, disney bought some studios bought some space yeah that they've turned yeah, into a, they studio have a studio there. there yeah they have a big like warehouse space that i guess is now the disney oh it's in uh oahu yeah, it used to be like military barracks or military base or something like that it was like uh the they could it's probably like something. an airplane hangar, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. So, okay. sounds like you're good. But that's about that's it. a cool uh, location, yeah. Yeah, I feel so sorry for those actors having to do that. <laughs> yeah. Such a rough uh, surrounding. But it'll be interesting because that'll, that'll definitely give things a different look. Like, we haven't really seen that in, I mean, even like the movies or the TV side, you know, kind of this tropical 
you know, type set. I'm, I'm assuming the, the the reason they pick Hawaii is because they want the outdoors, not just the indoors. Right. right. So, so it'll be it's still weird to see what where they're going with it. Like, are they gonna? I mean, they've I my humans. They've moved around so many times. I mean, they did yeah. have once they were in the Arctic, and then there was another time they were. I think they might have been in the jungle for a minute, and then I, and then they before they went off to space. So I'm I'm just curious to see if right, like, is this going to be a like Adelan in the jungle, or is right. the jungle going to be within the city? Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they utilize that. Yeah, we'll find out that they do. Yeah. They do an uh, extrusion shot, and it turns out that this tropical location is floating in space. <laughs> yeah, that would put, be cool. Yeah, I mean, I would put it past. That'd it. be a great way to like end the first episode. Yeah. All right. So, what? So, just zoom out, and they're just like floating in space. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we'll see. I guess casting, like specific casting, I hear is pretty imminent. That we should be hearing something like really soon, as far as. Uh, you know, specific cast members and the roles they're mm-hmm. playing. So, well, when was when did you guys record last? Did we get Two the casting ago. announcement? Oh, okay. So then, yeah. So then the Iwan Rion being cast as Maximus. Oh, is that okay? Yeah, we missed that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, you didn't. didn't I thought yet. you were getting. That. I thought that was a lead up. You're you're going to lead up to that. Nope, I missed. Yeah, that. I thought we were building towards that. Yeah, but he's the only one, right? So yeah, far. There, there's a rumor, or not a rumor even, somebody from Lost apparently right. is going to be on it, but they haven't said who. Right. That would make sense, um, I guess. Which is interesting, because they're going back to Hawaii, which is where that filmed. Um, Maybe they never left. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if there's an actor who still lives there or something, but yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, that's a pretty big deal. That's a pretty good um, Ramsey Bolton as Maximus the Mad. He fits yeah. it, man. Yeah. The, the yeah, playing that insanity. Great... Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's definitely got that. And then, yeah, did you guys ever see Misfits? Oh, yeah. The yeah. British show? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think he could definitely do kind of... I, I have a feeling they'll make him more of a sort of Loki type figure. You know, yeah. a little more anti-hero. Well, Especially that's what he was. he's the biggest... I mean, if they do... I mean, that's the character, though. That's totally what Right, right. So I think fit. he's... I think he's he can kind of do both sides of that. I think that'll be really good. Yeah, I mean yeah, he was he was awesome in uh, in Game of Thrones. I mean, oh yeah, <laughs> talk yeah, about yeah. talk about love to yeah. hate. <laughs> oh, he was great at playing a, a despicable character. Oh man, yeah, and I kind of wonder because we, we've seen a couple rumors about other actors, but he's definitely the biggest name so far. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and it, it's interesting because. The Netflix shows get, you know, sort of well-known people, but, you know, S.H.I.E.L.D. and Agent Carter didn't have, like, huge names necessarily leading them. So no, I kind of no. feel like I, I, I wonder if he'll just be the one big name or maybe we'll see slightly more, uh, you know, pre- prestigious castings for this show. I have a feeling there's at least one or two that might be like veteran actors or actresses that are going to play in. Cause I think, right. I think since this is going to have like a limited run in IMAX and theater and it's going to be right. kind of a limited run series, I would think they're going to want something to draw eyeballs. So, right. Which I think will be a good move. I mean, yeah, you know, maybe, maybe that would have helped shield initially if it had a few more, you know, familiar faces or something. So, yeah, It'll be interesting to see if that helps at all. Yeah. So, yeah, I will be 
more up to date next time when we talk in humans cast, casting because obviously that would slip <laughs> past me. Um, I, I, there's been a lot of like uh, chatter, I guess Infinity War chatter. I guess that's maybe the best way to, to put it. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. had that Facebook video that he put out that was actually funny with uh, him being interviewed and it turned, you know, it was Tom Holland interviewing him and, uh, uh, and, uh, uh, so that, you know, cat's out of the bag that Spider-Man is going to be in Infinity War. Not that anybody really, um, r- really thought that he wasn't going to be in Infinity yeah, War. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then, you know, yeah, Chris, I don't think there's been a surprising announcement no, yet. No. Someone's like, oh, look who's going to be in it. It's like, well, yeah, of course. Exactly. Yeah. When you're told like everybody's going to be in it when somebody shows up, it's like, oh, okay. Uh, I know Karen. Right, right. Yeah, I know Karen Gillan kind of tweeted out, I guess, that she's getting, she's back to do some filming. Um, Rooker's been spotted in Atlanta with his Infinity War beanie. Uh, yeah. Running around Starbucks and, uh, you know, there's just been a yeah, lot of sightings. And I yeah, guess, Sean, Sean Gunn's back as Rocket. Which, yeah. I mean, not surprising again. No, yeah. no. Yeah, you mean they're not going to have Bradley Cooper do the mocap for? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Um, but I guess next, was it next week? I think they, they head off to Scotland. So there's a lot of call for extras in Scotland for whatever filming they, they have going on there. So, uh, so yeah, there's a lot of buzz, a lot of chatter. One of the, when they, they had an initial uh, set video that, that, or set photo that leaked out or not leaked out that they put out with, Mm -hmm. um, Chris Pratt and Robert Downey Jr. and Tom Holland on the set just saying, Hey, we're starting. Um, there's been a lot of comparison to the way that set looks and to the vision that Ro- that uh, Tony had in Age of Ultron that yeah, you know yeah, kind of uh, you know devastated mm-hmm. yeah yeah there's been yeah, a lot yeah. of a lot of comparison to that so interesting um, yeah I wonder if they'll just like have everybody taken out and then they'll restore it with the reality gym maybe. Yeah, or maybe that's when the Guardians sweep in or something. Yeah. The way – I mean, who knows, you know, what order they're filming. But, I mean, it sounds like, it, you know, at least, you know, I, th- I think they film somewhat chronologically. Or, but who knows? With that kind of movie, it could all be based on schedules because I know they're getting ready to start filming Jurassic World 2. So, mm-hmm. like, Pratt's, you know, busy with that. So – Oh yeah, that's I mean it's going to be crazy where he's going to be kind of bobbing around between both those flicks. So you know it could be that because of schedules and everything else, they're trying to get his stuff in early. But uh, you know they're filming two back to back, so who knows? You know it could be like a Lord of the Rings thing where you know they could film stuff early that happens very late. So just because of schedules, yeah, and in, and they're shooting in in Scotland too right now. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's what's interesting uh, that there's sort of two fronts that they're. Uh, you know, filming on at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Just give me that. Uh, just give me Steve Rogers as the captain. Oh, dude! I saw you've been Whatever. posting all those. Because uh, yeah, all those images. I just read that. I went and reran, oh. reread the Grunwald stuff. Maybe like mm-hmm. two months ago. I re from. I started actually with the. I think it was Demetrius before, um, before Grunwald, uh, and then and then just kind of went into that. So yeah, all the stuff with the captain and John Walker and and. Oh, so good. It was so, so good. I so love all that stuff. Like, just give me that. Like, they, he's in the perfect place to get it because you're in Wakanda. Yeah. He can yeah. build you a shield in a heartbeat. I mean, there's no, there's nothing to stop him from building you another a new shield. He'll have the shield with the, yeah. you know, the stuff on it. And he's then he can slide it to Winter Soldier. Yeah. Like, if, you know, when he gets the shield back, he could just slide well, that other shield down. 
one of the things I saw, I, I meant to talk about this last time and I, I, it totally slipped my mind, but, uh, so Chris Evans was, he was at the Super Bowl. Um, of course. Uh, yeah, of course. Cause, cause of, cause of, uh, uh New boring. England. And, uh, but he still has the beard. Mm-hmm. And I'm really curious. I mean, he normally grows the beard when he's not doing filming. He's kind of a, he seems like a private kind of guy. So I wonder some of that is yeah. just to kind of like be able to blend better, which I mean, makes sense. I think it is. That's how he, I think that's how he does when he's, when he's not working. He usually seems to always put the facial hair back on. Yeah. Yeah. But I wonder because it was so close to filming started. Now I haven't seen any set videos of, of him. He hasn't tweeted anything about him being on set or anything like that. But I mm-hmm. wonder because they're kind of on the run. I wonder if we're going to see a bearded Steve Rogers. Bearded cap. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Him in but the full suit with yeah, the beard would be. But hilarious. would he be on the run though? Would Wakanda be his? Like, would they give Wakanda their safe haven, but then they can go out and do things? Maybe. I, and then they can go back. I don't, I don't know yeah, why. Yeah, does he have like asylum in Wakanda? Yeah, yeah, yeah I would assume so. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why in my head, and this, this is just preconceived notions on my part, but I, I kind of associate like what they're doing with that era in civil war when during in the middle of it, when they were all kind of like underground, when they were, yeah, you know, like yeah. in the basement of a building, uh, you know, kind of all meeting up and stuff. Uh, I just, I just have this, this thing where they're just kind of like covertly being like covert do-gooders. Uh, I don't know why that, that sticks in my head, but but uh, I just keep thinking that they're they're covertly that's doing how I feel. Like I think that's the vibe that I kind of get. Yeah, or like Secret yeah. Avengers style too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like do a mixture of like the Captain thing because uh, that's what he did with Nomad and D Man. Yep. And they, he was probably, yep. they were right. pretty much in Falcon. They were pretty much uh, secret <laughs> vigilantes that were helping people, and then it was like a road you know, show. They, they were, you know, they weren't yeah, based they were, in New York. Yeah. They were kind of mm-hmm. running all mm-hmm. over. So I, I could see them kind of mixing that, and I know that they don't like. There's one thing with the Marvel movies is they do not; they always do a callback. Like if they put something on the yeah. screen, they're going to use it. And that phone, having that phone, yeah, oh yeah, giving it to Tony and saying that when you call me, when you need me, when you need us, we'll be there. I cannot see the movie not ending with that phone going off. Oh yeah, but, yeah. Like if they don't connect and they don't have an adventure together, like maybe the first movie, they're they're separated. Like you have the the sanctioned Avengers, and then you have you know Steve's unsanctioned Avengers, and they both have to do some things, and then something happens. Uh, yeah. the sanctioned ones, and then at the end you get the call. Like Tony's like, "I need you." Like the the, yeah. the call comes in. And that's the end of the the movie. Yeah, I, I'm with you because I have a theory that that like Cap's group isn't going to have a really big part to play in the first movie, right. and that that's, that's the I, the portion mm-hmm. of the second movie. And this whole bit we talked about this before. This yeah. whole bit where it's no, it's not a part one and a part two. Something tells me it's mm-hmm. a part one and a part two. It it one hundred. I refuse to believe it's not. That, yeah. Like it's definitely. Exactly. Exactly. They're one year after another. Like, what are you going to, you're yeah. going to have Thanos and infinity war. And then what are you going to do for the next one? You're not going to be, what, what do you follow with, Thanos with? Right. You're not going to beat Thanos in one movie. You're no. not beating Thanos. And then, you know, the next movie they're, you know, taking on, I can't think of anybody. I was trying to think of something that would be funny. Boomerang. But that's or how somebody. you can fit people. Like if you put, like if they, br- if they kind of 
put more people in the first part and then i don't know even maybe kill off or incapacitate some of them after yeah, or, that or just have them go off on little missions where right. the next movie you don't have to check in with certain people as much and yeah and then like you said you check more in with other people yeah i, I mean i think that's the only way you can manage that many people is split them up into two movies. Well, it exactly. Pays it, it pays it off better because you can't like it takes the sting out of it. If it, if the, at the end of civil war war, they're all broken up and Steve hands the phone to Tony. And if a third of the way through the next movie, Tony picks up the phone and calls Steve and they're all back yeah. together again. Right. It, exactly. It, it, it totally takes the, the, the impact of civil war away. It's like, okay, what was the point? And mm-hmm. right. one thing Marvel's done pretty well is, is, not make things like seem seem like they're throwaways. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah, or or force the government to have to call. Right, like when Tony yep. calls, and then the, the government has yeah, to. Yeah, I, I think we'll see like the Sokovia Accords get like thrown out the window when yeah. Thanos comes. It's and then, getting messy already. Like the Sokovia yeah. Accords are yeah. messy already in, yeah. in Age of Shield, even when they won't acknowledge. Yeah, it. yeah. and yeah. then in Phase Four, they'll just like pretend you know it didn't happen or something mm-hmm. or, or they'll reference it it's like hey remember that yeah exactly remember we tried that disaster which is you know what's happened with civil war in the comics it's basically like yeah okay well it hung around on. for a while yeah it, it did have, you know the initiative and stuff and everything it hung around well, right. for quite a while but but yeah right right but i mean we were sort of living in the aftermath already so oh sure sure i could see by phase four it being like all right we're moving on remember when we tried that thing yeah yeah mm-hmm. i mean i'm sure there will be some you know, the status quo will be different for sure, but sure. it'll just have to be something. So te- like, it's always going to be the case of they'll do this law and then something so bad will happen Yeah, that they have, they have to like push that crap aside. Like yeah. we, yeah, we can't, you know, we, we, we need you guys. Yep. Cool. So yeah, I, I think over the next year or so, we're going to see a lot of infinity war stuff. Uh, trickling out because you know, like I said, filming is it's well underway. It's going to be a very long shoot, so we're going to be seeing a lot of stuff creep in and out. Um, mm-hmm. I I had a question. I think it was on the Facebook group, or maybe no, it was, it was somebody tweeted me and asked if we were going to cover the Legion show. And my response to that was no, um, <laughs> and, and mainly just because while it is a Marvel production, because Marvel does have input into the TV side of things. So even though it's an X-Men property, it is Fox, uh, the mm-hmm. television side, the, the, the television deals and the movie deal is different. So it's not a part of the MCU, but Marvel Television does have some input into it. So I think like Loeb is, is still an executive producer yeah, on that show. Loeb and Corey yeah. are the two Marvel, yeah. uh, like MCU people, Jim Corey. Yeah. Right. So I, I didn't plan on covering it, but I, I thought maybe... Uh, you know, it was kind of a light news day. I don't want to spend a lot of time on it, um, but just kind of like gut reaction, uh, you know, just kind of like a little like five second uh, uh, review or, you know, just kind of. Well, we have that space. I mean, if you want to like do a little quickie thing and when we have that space of of no new episodes of Asians of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, could. yeah, maybe we can stick it in there, yeah. I mean... Because there's not a lot. I mean, I, no. like, I've been watching it. I've been watching... Yeah, uh, I've only watched the first yeah. one so far. And they are not heavy with the info. No, like, no, no, no. it's more visual. It's more, of, it's more of a visual show right now, and it's it's more about setting up the how everything looks, the aesthetics of 
of how someone with that power set and you know schizophrenia and all that you know like they're playing with all of those yeah. kind of things it, so i don't think they're going to give us any info like who his father is right what the status of the mutants are i don't think we're going to get any of that till the end towards the end of the season yeah for me i will say i had zero interest in this show uh legion is not i mean i have almost every x-men comic ever printed but i'm not a huge fan of legion on his own um, I like I like when he comes in and out. I I mean yeah. the 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 Legion Quest, which is the Prelude Age of Apocalypse, I thought was brilliant. Um, he he works good in small doses. They tried to give him his own series, and it was terrible. Um, yeah. it was like the the first X Men comic I actually dropped. I mean, it was it, I just did not like it. So I had zero inches in the show, but everybody kept saying it was good. It was good. It was good. It was getting a lot of uh, critical acclaim. So I checked it out and. It really was much better than I thought. So, yeah, I think, Daryl, maybe that's a good idea. Maybe I, – I don't see it being a regular thing, but, you know, if we got a lull, maybe we could spend 15 minutes talking about it. Um, I don't think I'll have much to say. It's a short season too, so I yeah. think we're almost – it'll be halfway finished by the yeah. time uh, Age of S.H.I.E.L.D. comes back anyway. Yeah. I, I do think, though, that um, when Logan comes out, I think we may break with tradition and maybe spend 10 minutes or 15 minutes talking about Logan because uh, I'm, I'm, it, such, I'm such a huge Wolverine fan. I mean, Wolverine is my favorite character, period, bar none. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know it's not MCU, but if it's, a, if it's a really good movie, it might be just fun to kind of talk about. I got weekend tickets already, so I got Saturday tickets. Nice. I think so, we're yeah, gonna, I'm, I'm going to try and go I'm going Thursday night. Yeah, I'm going to try and go Thursday night. My son and I are going to try and go Thursday night. So, so I'd be down. If you want to cover it? Yeah. So maybe, like I said, maybe the next episode will, um, like I said, we'll just spend a few minutes talking about it. Uh, maybe we'll I'll just, just pretend. It up. We'll pretend it's the future of the MCU. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you know, like it's in the future. It's in the future. So we could assume right. that maybe by 2020. They'll have the rights back, and then Maybe. Logan can right. technically exist. So, you know, <laughs> I think it counts. Sure. And with Legion, like, who knows when that's happened? Maybe, maybe it is in the MCU. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> or he's still asleep. In the yeah. Who can say? Yeah. Who knows with that show right now? All right. So cool. So that's all the news, um, good and bad. Um, <clears throat> so now we'll, we'll jump into, so we got two episodes, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. We got Agents, uh, episode 14, The Man Behind the Shield, and episode 15, Self-Control. Um, I don't have a ton to say, I will be honest with you, about episode 14. I mean, we'll run through it. Um, I thought it was an okay episode. Uh, I think the setup, obviously, at the end is what, is what made it really interesting. Um, yep. and I think we'll have a lot to say about, uh, self-control. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. But the the basis with Man Behind the Shield is it's kind of this this dual tale, right? We get we get this early mission with May and Coulson. Um, they're investigating an 084. So again, a really cool callback to when they used to talk about things that were unknown to uh, unknown origin. You know, an item of unknown origin as an eight o uh, 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 as a zero eight four. Uh, yeah. Um, so that was cool. I felt like, I'm curious to see what you guys think, but I felt like the flirty May Colson, like maybe they were about to try and get into a relationship or they kind of had a thing for each other before May met Andrew. I felt like it really felt shoehorned in and I wasn't, I don't know that I completely bought it. I didn't. 
I didn't buy it. I mean, first of all, it's hard to see Col- the actor that plays Coulson. He has aged to a certain age and stopped, right? So it's hard to see him try, like him looking like he looks, trying to appear to be a younger agent that's just starting. Yeah, like it just didn't even come off right. It just it came off like uh, he was an he was trying to play an imposter playing Coulson. Like I just couldn't I couldn't put my head into that space of seeing him just being a a, a new recruit who's you know not as confident as the Coulson that we know and not as trained and all that kind of stuff. So that threw me off first, and then like the. The flirting back and forth with them, that didn't work either for me. Like, it just didn't, it, it didn't have the chemistry in, in those scenes for that episode. It just didn't, didn't flow. It just didn't, it seemed out of place. I, I didn't feel like they needed to do it, you know? I, I think they could, if they, if they want to sell the May Colson relationship thing, I think maybe it works because it's just like, after all this time and after all they've been through, this right. is like the next evolution. And trying we share to, the pain. Yeah, yeah we share and, that pain. And trying to basically say, oh, it was there in the beginning and then it went away and now it's – that basically the reason they have feelings for each other was because they maybe had some way back when. I, I just didn't think it was necessary. I just, no. I, it just felt It just felt superfluous. Yeah, um, I don't know. It, it, I, to be honest, it didn't really bother me. But the more I think about it, I, I do think that I, I think they have good chemistry together. Um, Migna, Wynn, and Clark Gregg. Oh, sure, and, sure. But I think mm-hmm. part of it is that we've seen them together. We've seen them grow, and so though it didn't necessarily bother me, the more I think about it, the more it does maybe cheapen a little bit that they. Um, you know, that they grew into this, um, which feels a little more real. Um, so yeah, I guess, I guess it, I, I like, I like the idea better that they were just kind of friends and partners and this, this thing has just been sort of, uh, slowly evolving over time. Right. Cause that happens. Um, I mean, that's, that's yeah, not definitely. A, a far-fetched thing that you weren't into each other or attracted to each other in the beginning when you were friends, you know, earlier on yeah. and years passed and things have happened. And then yeah. you've had plus, these experiences that changed them, you know? Yeah. Plus who else do they spend time with except each other? So exactly. Right. And, it's not and like they, you're meeting new people. Right. And they were both with each other when they basically, their partners were killed, you know, like yeah. even though yeah. she had to, you know, what happened to their partner, but still, to both lose their partners the way that they did. And who else shares this experience? Yeah, exactly. Who else shares this experience but them? Like they, they would, ju- I could just see them kind of hold on to each other. And that's kind of how they, you yeah. know, can, can, uh, form this relationship that they have. And I think that's what was in our minds when we saw it. So it didn't seem so far fetched, but. It almost feels like they have to justify it, and they didn't. Yeah, like, there's no need to justify yeah. that to us. It worked the way that it you set it up. I, I think it, you know, because the, the other thing is we know early Coulson, or at least pre Avengers Coulson, was mm-hmm. like super straight laced, super by the book, very Nerdy. dry, had a very yeah. dry wit, um, yeah. was funny, 
but was funny right. because he he was it was a very dry sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Um, and this seems more like the new Coulson, where he was like you could tell a little naive, but also a little too loose. Like him and him and May's conversation just seemed a little too loose. I mean, yeah, that didn't I, seem like the Coulson we knew yeah. in the be- the begin. Not the way they set him up to be. It didn't seem like that would be that Coulson. Yeah, I, yeah. I like. I mean, I thought it was cool. You know, it was. I like that they just said sometime or what many years ago or some some time ago or you know so yeah. it's, it's unspecified so then you know I'm I'm totally fine with not nailing down an exact date and time like it's not no, they don't need it's not important mm-hmm. like that's not right. to me it felt like Marvel trolling us a little bit though because their time <laughs> their timeline has always been oh, sure. like sure kind of BS when you when you try and like have it make any sense. I mean, we've talked about this with the yes, Netflix shows alone. Yeah, absolutely. It does. It does not add up at all, but yeah, so I felt stuff. like it was a little, yeah. it was a little joke almost like, right. I mean, even when we first started, I mean, you know, Iron Man two, Thor and Hulk were all supposed to happen like at the same time. And right. Yeah. I feel like they've always been fairly loose with their timeline. Yeah. You know, it's not like star Wars where there's sort of like specific, you know, signposts for for when all these events happened and things right. like that. Uh, I but thought it was cool I, I that he was an L4, May was an L3, so they again they to kind of place it in where he was in the hierarchy of Shield, you know, back then he was they both of them were just kind of just agents, you know, they they weren't mm-hmm. any they didn't have any real clearance. Um I th- they mentioned that the Triskelion was being built like in, didn't that what they like it was I think they mentioned that it was. Oh, I yeah. missed that. It was just yeah, coming something up or something. Like that. Yeah. yeah, and of course we get the you know at the end she mentions that she's seeing somebody which we turn out you know it turns out is Andrew. Uh, which you which, knew. I mean, you like yeah. that was such yeah. a thing. right. Just right. the hint of it. I'm like, of course it was Andrew. Of course yeah. it happened. You know. Yeah. The the one thing I thought was cool about the two of them though in this episode in the in the flashback scenes was Coulson had his orders, May had her orders. And it reminded me a lot of Winter Soldier, where Steve had his orders, and then Widow had her orders, and she, they they played it very similar to me. Right, where, that's Fury. That, that's yeah. a Fury thing to yeah. do. Like he'd give different orders for each, and that's mm-hmm. I, yeah. I'm glad they stuck with that because that was a that's a thing with with uh, Fury that even in the beginning I trust no one. Like right. I never tell right. any I never tell anybody all of the information because you, you know, that's the thing. Yeah. And then she tells him to try the sunglasses, which I thought was funny because that was like yeah. his, his trademark uh, yeah. in the early days. So that was funny. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole purpose of this, I thought it was cool that we never find out what the 084 they were looking for was. And, and <laughs> he even makes a mention. He's like, to be honest with you, I don't even remember what it was myself. So it, exactly. was, just, it was kind of funny. Like, yeah. Hey, basically the MacGuffin of this story was completely uh, unimportant. Like, yeah, like, uh, you know, this, this had nothing to do with, with what, with the story. Well, that, was, that was like kind of the best part was when he was telling the guy, like all this nonsense you built up to and all this stuff. I don't even know you. I don't I think about that. you. That was like, such a burn. Just like yeah. hey, cool, yeah. cool origin story, bro. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. That was just like, Oh, that's so good. It's like, you don't even matter to me. Yeah. But it, it, at least it explained a little bit why Ivanov was so infatuated with Coulson, right? Mm-hmm. Because he was yeah. there at the beginning. He knew Coulson was looking for something that was either extraterrestrial or unexplained or something like that. Uh, and it caused his whole squad to get, 
to get eliminated. So it was kind of like this dual purpose thing of trying to talk about May and Colson before they were, you know, before the present and then, and then also to set up, you know, what Ivanov's beef is with, with Colson. So, so, you know, that part I thought, I thought worked, worked very well. Like I said, I, I like the concept of what they tried to do. I like the setting. I like the way it unfolded. It's just that I didn't think they needed to really push the May Colson relationship angle. Um, yeah. I I, everything I, else worked I, very well. Yeah. I, I think more than anything, it was just, I, I mean, my biggest, biggest complaint this whole season has just been they've completely sidelined May. Yeah. This, this yeah. entire season. Yeah, and so, totally. they, I think I was a little more forgiving of some of the stuff because I was like, whatever they have to do to have May have an actual mm-hmm. storyline this season, I will just just give it to me. Just whatever it is. At least sadly, I just want to see yeah. her, her act and not be like strapped to a girl yeah. and just like fidgeting around. But sadly, that seems to be the thing with just the superhero, with uh, TV shows in general, because I get even in Flash, the Caitlin Snow, I mean, She's a character that gets gets pushed to the side like yeah, me. Well, yep. she gets better than Iris does. They, <laughs> Iris is even worse. They like give her nothing on that show. Well, they put they pulled her to the front a little bit now. In this right, season, right. I, I mean, and but even do... with pulling her, it had to. It's it's sad that to exactly. pull her up, they have to push another female back. Yeah, exactly. There's there's just a lot of a. It, it's a big ensemble, and it's it's sad that the female characters suffer, especially yeah. on a show like Shield where. I think they've always they've always had a strong like female ensemble. Because um, Gemma has gone, I think they have pushed Gemma up front more this season. Yes. Yeah. But then at the same time, it's like, oh, we got to pull May back. Right, right. So <laughs> yeah, I think when we get to talk about the next episode, I think I think a lot of those issues may. The, I think the, they put an interesting spin on on some of that. But. Yeah, I do think going forward, uh, we won't have the same problem with May the rest of the season, which yeah. is good. Yeah. Um, I, I thought it was funny. There, there are a couple re- references to uh, Colson makes makes note of the like they talk about a bond of the uh, bond villain, and he's like, oh, maybe there'll be sharks with lasers or something like that. So yeah, there was that reference. They make right. a labyrinth reference, which I thought was awesome. Yeah. And they talk about, well, hopefully there's not a goblin king on the other side or something like that. I was like, wow, that's a deep cut. Um, yeah. So I thought that was funny. Um, and then of course the whole thing. So Mac is able to rescue Mace. So the, so the purpose is they, they, they're able to get and rescue Mace. Um, and we find out at the end, um, oh, the other um, thing we um, find. Um. Is, is Radcliffe has been living more and more in the Matrix. Like he, he, he spends more time in, it seems, than out, which is kind of allowing Ada to, uh, come under her own devices more. And I, I know there's, I, I'm reading around too that there's maybe a little speculation that after, uh, Agnes, like that he, that she may have pulled some of her memories into her. So there's a lot of like, there's, you know, obviously there's a lot of interesting Ada stuff going on and, and mm-hmm. the next episode really kind of brings that to home. Um, mm-hmm. but they've even started playing around with, with, uh, the shield characters getting in there. I mean, the episode starts with Daisy and Colson being in the framework and kind of having this matrixy kind of fight between the two of them, um, when they get pulled out. So, uh, so there's a, yeah, lot, a lot going on with the framework. I, I thought, I mean, 
to me, all the talk about the framework, I, I really thought they were setting up the, the big reveal at the end was going to be that they were all inside the framework. Yeah. That's because, what I thought. Yeah. Because I immediately noticed when they kept like when they were on the mission and they kept saying something about the comms and I was like, why do they keep talking about this? And, and you know, my TV, you know, analyzing reviewer brain was instantly like, okay, something's going on here. They keep mentioning the time and how everything was yes. off. And then, and then of course when they get, you know, they get back, they really get into it. But I was like, Ooh, I bet, I could, I didn't get how it would make sense, but I thought that was going to somehow be the reveal because they've been setting up the framework like all episode. But they they pulled a fast one on me. So it also too sets up in the next episode when, and we'll get there. But when Daisy and Gemma kind of are going back in, it's like they they already kind of had a yeah, mechanism was, for like it, it didn't it come was, out of nowhere that, that right they right able to I, do that. It was definitely a setup for the next one and right. It was it was almost like a two parter in a way. Yeah, and so yeah, so obviously at the end of the episode, they all come back to base, and Gemma uh, finds out that you know she's like, wait a minute, something's off. Like the time, like the time, like they were gone for too long, and then they came back, and like something, like she just kind of has this like her spidey sense is is going off, mm-hmm. and of course when she looks at him coming back into the base, the LMD detector goes off, and at the end of the episode, you think Mac Coulson. And Daisy have been replaced. Like the, right. the, the implication is and Mace, yeah. and Mace, and Mace, yeah, yeah. The four of them have all been replaced. Well, doesn't it? Here's one of the things that I that I was having trouble with in the next episode. Doesn't it say four LMDs detected? Yeah, it does. Because because at first it says like LMD, and they're like, oh, and that's sort of like a shock. And then the next shock is four. Well, I'm, I'm all guessing four of them are. Maybe so, Fitz was included in that. That maybe it was I think just it detected, we, we learned it detected him too, right? But he wasn't in that shot of true, him walking in the true. base. So I, I mean, it's a stupid nitpick. But I, was I just, just figured. I just assumed that it just it it, it read the whole base. No, oh, maybe. Oh, maybe. That's what maybe. I thought. I thought the alarms went off for the whole base, and she. Just, oh, and because they were looking at four. Sure, sure. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, it, again, n- completely tiny, nothing yeah. nitpick, but I was just curious about that. So one of the comments I have at the end of uh, my notes for this episode is LMD a palooza. So it's like <laughs> it's like robot palooza at the end of this episode. Yeah, Everybody it's like the majority of the main characters. <laughs> you yeah. get an LMD, and you get an LMD, and you get an LMD. <laughs> Not how I thought it would be, though. It did. No, uh, they surprised me. In the yeah, movie. they they definitely got. I did not. I did not see it coming. And for the, it's something for this next episode for self control. I never get like I never get hit up on Twitter like from people that I oh this show was so great like this episode was so great. I really don't get the activity, but I didn't see this episode until today. I got hit up by people on Twitter so many times saying telling me that this this had to be the best episode of Marvel's Agents of Shield they've ever saw. I I would I I'd probably co-sign with that. Yeah, I would say. Uh, I guess I would need a little more time and rewatch, but it's definitely like top. You know, one of the top episodes. That it got done. more activity. Best episode this, too. This like uh, that. season yeah. mm-hmm. for it's, sure. Yeah, it's got more more positive activity, especially this particular episode in terms of the writing from TV critics and from from people that are not really they kind of left the show or 
you know? They, yeah. They, yeah. They, they did a good job that. making it be kind of like a little finale. You know? Yeah. So one of the first things I have, everybody, in, everybody's going to be talking about it a lot. Mm-hmm. You know? so. Yeah. One of the first things I have in my notes is, so this episode, so this is Jed Whedon's directorial debut. So this is his first mm-hmm. directing gig. And he's the sole writing credit for this episode too. Yeah, yeah. Which he hasn't. The last time he did that was the finale of last year. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting, and I was—I'll yeah. be honest with you—I was a little concerned, you know, going into it. I'm like, oh man, like this is, you know, does he really have the directing chops? And mm-hmm. you know, and again, and maybe it was because he wrote this and directed it. But I thought for a guy that's never directed an episode of television before, and. Man. Yeah. He knocked it, looked, it out of the park. I mean, he did. I, I was. He did. I, I mean, yeah. those action scenes with Daisy and mm-hmm. yeah, Daisy versus Mace, and then Daisy versus Mac and Coulson. I mean, that was amazing. It might have might as well have been Kevin Tantrum. Yeah. Even the emotional stuff those. he was able to pull out of people, like yes. I it, like the, yeah. what he pulled out of Gemma and what he pulled out of um, Daisy. I mean the actors that play those characters, Chloe Bennett. Chloe, I've I've never seen her this strong. Yeah, she. Yeah. The, the yeah. two of them, like on this show, like the opening with Simmons and Fitz. Mm-hmm. Like there was a lot of like close, tight shots cutting yes. back between them that really like added to the paranoia. And then later, her and Daisy. I mean, it, th- those pairings were the intensity. I mean, yeah, yeah, Chloe yeah. Bennett and and um, Elizabeth Henstridge just like. They, they they put them front and center, and it was a strong decision. And they pulled it. I mean, they really, you know, like he really pulled the best out of them, I think, yeah. to do this. And it, it was really, like, this is really a female-focused episode. Absolutely, yeah. And mm-hmm. I think it was so strong. To be that and to be strong at the same time, I mean, it really, it really worked for me, man. It, it really kept me invested in in the entire episode there was not a moment that i you know like you move around or you get up and do there was none of that i oh, could yeah. not yeah. do anything but just stare at that screen i was so glad i had no commercials because it was hulu i i had the uh, so I, I i was out of town this week so i didn't catch it while i was gone i caught it when i got back so i guess after two days or three days or something like that on the dish it has that auto hop feature so it'll automatically <laughs> skip past the commercials oh that's um, great so yeah so i didn't even have to hit the little button and go back and forth it just it just went right to it but yeah yeah, yeah. somebody got a little too excited you know who got a little too excited was being a robot mac mac yes. was so yes. terminator like he was scary <laughs> yes. like he was just for the guy who hates robots. Yeah, most. he just was so. I almost want. I wish he had said something like, "I'll be back" or so, like just yes. something. Especially and, with all the movie references he's dropping it, all the time. Exactly. Yeah, they they that, that's maybe the one thing they dropped the ball on. They definitely should have had yeah. him say something <laughs> like, was, "Maybe I've been wrong" or something like that. Right? Yeah, because he was yeah. such a Terminator. Like he he would stand rigid and he would be walking. And he well, he's was, like six he five to, to begin for, with. I mean, he's exactly. a big dude. <laughs> And he turns the gun like there was a scene where he had the shot off sock, shotgun like up. Yes, and it was a it was a Terminator he like was missing the shades. Yeah, that's all he was missing. Like, oh, he that would have been great. No, <laughs> I sunglasses. Oh, I wish they had that. I wish he could have snuck that in there just a little bit, just a little yeah. bit. Yeah, but this had a very like alien, you know, predator, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of like vibe to it, where um, yeah. a lot of like distrust a lot of um 
you, you know, kind of a little bit of horror vibe to it too. And oh, it did. In horror, yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. definitely. So in the beginning, you know, they with with Fitz and and um, and Simmons, they're trying to you know figure out you know what's go- what's going on, and then then when they when they turn on each other, like when they when they realize that you know that one of them one of them is the LMD. Um, and, and that was... Gemma picks up the gun and then, it, and I mean, though, that was, I mean, intense. I mean, I couldn't tell. He, I couldn't I tell either. Fitz had me, man. He was just, I was like, I never would have seen that coming. No, I mean, he's like, he was crying just, and just yeah, and he's like, like apologizing. Down he's like, this and... is my fault. And I was like, Fuck. it didn't make me pause <laughs> until like one second before he stabbed her in the leg. I still would have got stabbed. If I was her, I still would have got stabbed. Yeah, that was an amazing little, like, flip right there where he, like, flips the knife. Oh, that was, that that was a great, like, uh, just paced and edited scene, that that quick turn of his. And it was heartbreaking because the whole time I'm sitting there thinking, like, they love each, you know, she loves him and she's right. having to tell him to slit his wrists. And yeah. then when she's having yeah. to like, when she sits there and stabs him and yeah, she's like, was, it's like, how messed up is that, man? And when you're just, having to do yeah. that to, to, oh, it was and like in real life, I couldn't have done that. I yeah, couldn't, have, he, I couldn't he, stab someone that many times and it's well, your like, loved one well exactly like even yeah. if i knew for a fact like yeah. looking at that face like how could you be like this is a robot like this is okay you know like because they man. kept reacting like it kept reacting like the real yeah. person would and that made it worse for her like and then i almost thought he was going to crack her neck and kill her like there was a part of me that was scared when he was saying to her uh, Gemma, Gemma's me, and she stopped her. She stopped, and he kind of had his hand close to her. I thought, no, don't, don't make this be that he grabs her and he because if he does that, and then they say Fitz, that would destroy him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If that something like that were to happen, I, I still worry about those two because they're just too much with them right now. Especially yeah. mentioning a wedding, I'm like, I'm really scared for the two of them. Yeah. But yeah, man, the, and and just the LMDs being so hardcore. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just like you know they're on a mission. They're gonna kill. You know, it's like they're you know the purpose. They're gonna round up the the Inhumans, and then they're all gonna get killed. Uh, and I kept thinking, well, how could they talk about Daisy like that? It, 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 it's almost like it was perfect, right? Because they were talking yeah. about yeah, Daisy's gonna go get him and then kill him. And it's like, well, why why would she do that? Oh, that's right, because they have fifteen of her in the basement. So it it's. You know, it was really cool how it worked, it, that it could work out that way. Um, yeah. and, and so again, it, it like constantly kept you guessing. It was like, you assumed that Daisy was the LMD. Well, then I you did. find, I, find out yeah. that, you know, she goes into the, down in the thing and Mac is like, mm-hmm. as soon as Mac was like, oh crap, like that she went down there, I was That's like, oh, she's not one off. of them. <laughs> right, right. But I couldn't figure out like what the deal was. I thought, what it, like like okay? What is she gonna see down there? Like I did, I thought I thought what happened was he realized that she realized they were LMDs and she was gonna she was basically breaking away, and so Mac was gonna go after her. Uh, yeah, I, I thought she was think. just gonna see May or something like the May I, LMD I, or something. I thought like they that. Was I thought she just had it figured there. out. I, yeah, I just thought well, they would see bodies that they had. I never smashed. guessed. Yeah, I never guessed that it would be what it was. <laughs> yeah, no, like I never thought I would. I <laughs> and I still don't. 
as cool of a shot as it was, I still don't understand the logic of that. Why were there other rooms where they all had that many duplicates? Like, why yeah, were all those duplicates at their base? Why like, wouldn't that be the last place to put them? Where you're gonna exactly. like Maybe. find like why not do them in the Russians? Base? Because they don't have that of Fitz. Like if if Fitz had to repair himself, so like why why would you have it of her and not have it of each of them? The only yeah. And when did they fill up that room with all those? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the only thing I could think of is so we know that like where the Zephyr is, they could they could send the pods down and up. Oh, so yeah, my thinking yeah. was. They're all, they would all be in a pod. They would suck that pod up onto the Zephyr and they would be able to send a daisy out to each one of the inhumans all at the same time. Oh, right. So, so that way you don't have daisy going after, you know, they don't have to make, you know, 17 round trips or whatever. They just drop all the daisies off at all these different inhumans. And you get them all. You get them all and then they come and just pick them up. Because so, they're going to oh, kill him that's anyway. A good idea, yeah. yeah, that does make sense. I, I, it's, it still doesn't add up the how they trust. got there, but, true, but I true. buy it. I buy yeah. it. <laughs> it yeah, looked it cool enough that I'm sense. not going to pick it apart too mm-hmm. much. Yeah. And that was a cool like Batman Begins moment where she she ducks in, mm-hmm. uh, you know, mm-hmm, yeah. takes takes the place of one of them, and <laughs> and he's looking for the dirt but, on the hand. Yeah, but then where? Then the other question is, what happened to the one she replaced? Like. Did she like move, pick one of them up and move them into another line? <laughs> she had to take her clothes. No, no, no. But when she's in line and formation, no, I know. that's like, what I'm saying. Yeah, she I, put the other body. Yeah. When there have been she, one of those that she replaced, but again, I'm not going to pick it apart yeah. too much. But yeah. I just like to think that while they're going down, like she's like, there's a scene we didn't see of her like dragging herself, like into, <laughs> yes. you know, the corner or something. <laughs> exactly. It had to be. I mean, you know, it had to be something like that. Yeah. <laughs> It was just a cool thing though, to see all of yeah, I mean, those dazes. It was super creepy. <laughs> so uh, the other thing that happened at the end of the last episode that we didn't talk about is Daisy and Ivanov kind of face off against each other, and she kind of buries him beneath like that column or whatever. Oh, right. So right, there's yeah. a scene in this episode where Ada rescues his destroyed body. He's like almost dead. And then she gets out this like saw and <laughs> It starts cutting into him. Yeah. And you're like, okay, what's going on with that? Um, so Ada's like completely unhinged at this point. Um, well, she's yeah. mad at him because he, he, that's why I said like the, the first emotion I think she felt is anger because he yeah. would totally keep, he kept calling her a thing. And every time he called yeah. her a thing, her eyes would just make that, like the actress would make her eyes twitch and it would be that. And he just kept doing it over and over and over again. So it, it goes to that whole thing of I have these this programming, I have these perimeters of what I could do, um, these objectives, and the objective is I keep you alive, but that doesn't mean you're gonna like how you live. Right, right, right. Yeah, and and there was a really cool. It was almost like an Asimov, you know, robot law mm-hmm. kind of you know dichotomy AI conundrum thing going on with her and and Radcliffe, where she's like. Okay, I, I I have a a problem with my programming. You know, it's you told me to preserve the um to preserve the framework, preserve the framework, the framework yeah. at all costs, but yet you know to also you know preserve preserve you and you know people have regrets. Like one of the things I know is humans have regrets, and what's yeah. going to happen when you regret having me 
maintain the framework and you have to destroy it because then you will be the enemy of the framework. And then, Mm -hmm. so what do I do? Like, I, I can't, I can't protect you and the framework if you tell me to destroy the framework. And so it was just like, man, this is pretty, for, for, for a TV show based on funny books, it, it, it was getting a little deep. Um, it went. It yeah, went to yeah, war games. It, it went to the basic premise of war games. You yes. tell me to win, right? But yes. you don't tell me. You tell me to win, but you 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 don't give. You don't tell me how I'm supposed to win. You just say I'm supposed to win. Yeah. So I use what I have. I mean, it does. That doesn't mean that means people could die because it, it means I'm winning though. That's yep. that's the yeah. whole point. And of I love how like like Radcliffe like backed himself into a corner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, which we he's knew was coming. Like, yeah. He's like, well, anybody would be happy to live inside the frame. Oh, okay. Slit. Yeah. Like, I just got to keep you alive. Uh, that's yeah. it. That's, She's like, that's, oh, thanks for clearing that up. Like mm-hmm. you're, you're happy, you're happy inside the framework. You're basically alive. Problem solved. Oh, so did she kill him at the, I mean, I mean, did she wait for that thing I to suck him up into the framework in. and then kill him. I don't him? think he's dead. I think he's, He's just gonna stay in the framework. Somehow, I think he's going to come out of it. Yeah, it did seem like I can't imagine that being his death. You It'll know? be something it was, else. Yeah. I, I think his death. I mean, he'll definitely be in the framework for sure. Right. But oh yeah, yeah, I I don't see that being the end. But at the same time, it does seem like he would have bled out inside that. Right. Yeah, I it wasn't think so. I don't know. I think he's trapped, or maybe the girlfriend that's in the framework who's dying. Maybe they get, both get stuck in there together, and that's it. There's no way out. Well, and that's eventually. the one thing that that I guess I'm not totally clear on. Is it? It seems to be that your sort of brain patterns live on inside there, even after your body dies. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that, okay. Yeah, because that's I, the whole thing. Is your body eventually? Get, gives up like even if you're perfectly right. healthy and they hook you up to that right, thing and you stay right. in there for an ex- for a period of time eventually your brain is like well i don't need my body anymore so, like so, so the it's basically a copy of your brain inside yep. there. yeah it's like the matrix where they where they were saying that you having no will to let you just sitting in a thing and you know you're sitting in that thing you will your body will shut down eventually mm-hmm. you lose the will to live i think that's kind of that's kind of what happens a lot of times you have to keep the body yeah. moving you have to you know, you have to, uh, that's why people have to keep doing that. You know, nurses have to keep, uh, moving the body around and, 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 you know, they tell you to keep talking and, mm-hmm. and giving it kind of stimuli because if you don't, it's just would go. And I, th- I thought it was weird. See, I thought, which I'm glad they tricked me, but I thought they were going to store the brains on the framework and then download them into an LMD. And then you yeah. could be alive forever. Yeah. That's what I thought they were going to do. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That makes a lot of sense as well. It sounds. It seems like you, they could do both, right? They could. That's what I thought. I mean, <laughs> when he said yeah. you wouldn't need to, you know, like your ailment, you wouldn't have to worry about that ailment. I'll make it so that you'll be perfect. You'll live right. forever. And I thought that that oh, you'll just hold her memories and then build her body. And then, boom, you just put yeah. her in the body. It does seem like it makes a lot more sense because if you're all inside the framework, who maintains, like, you know, the right. servers and everything outside? Right. right. So one of the things we glossed over a little bit is towards the beginning of the episode, there's this bit with Colson where he comes clean to May. Because that was the other thing we saw at the end of the previous episode is Colson goes into, into the body bag and takes the robot May out of the, uh, out of the, the bag. <clears throat> yeah. 
So it's so, like the LMD Colson, LMD May. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Talking. And, yeah. And that was really interesting because LMD May is, she was programmed to not know that she was an LMD. Right. The rest of them were programmed to know that they were. And so they, it's really cool because May is acting like May and Colson mm-hmm. is not acting like Colson, but he is acting like Colson. Like it's just, other than the fact of being self aware and thinking that, the version of himself either in the LMD or in the framework is the better version than, than right. the actual flesh version. And May is not responding well to that. Like she, she does not take well to, to what he's saying. And, and he makes a big point of saying like, he'll take that one, you, you live in the framework with that one thing that you regret doing being taken away. Like whatever it is that you, you have as a, as your re- one regret that goes away. That's what he did when he built yeah. this framework. And I think maybe that's the answer to why they're not just in LMDs. Is it's 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 like right. a whole new reality inside yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, and it makes sense because I mean originally Radcliffe created it so that Agnes could live in there. Like I I don't right. think you know. And who knows? You know, you read the Darkhold, so that could be corrupting them. You know, I mean, there's there's a lot of you know there's a lot to this. Yeah. But. Yeah. But it was an interesting, and that conversation obviously has a lot of play into how the episode ends. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. um, it was. Yeah, talk- I, I liked it. I mean, I just yeah. as a small note, I liked that paired with last episode, just because considering that Coulson's like our main character and he's been in all these movies as well, we don't really know a lot about him. You know, he's no, a pretty true. reserved, mysterious guy. Like even May, I think we know more about her. You know, um, just cause we've had those flashback episodes and stuff, but right. there's not a ton we know about him. So, so between the flashback and then, and then him sort of talking about his regret, you know, sort of regret of like, if I had never joined shield, I, I liked seeing a bit more of him. So I, I'm looking forward to where they're going, um, with the rest of the episodes. Cause I, I, I feel like they're going to finally kind of delve a bit more into like, uh, you know, Colson and who he is and like things like that. So yeah, I like that. So the fight scene between Daisy and Colson and, uh, and Mace again, very well directed. I, I like the fact that she knew she didn't have a gauntlet. So it wasn't just, uh, I'm going to use my powers over and over and over again. You know, she yeah, really tried yeah. to fight, um, Mace and Colson, which I thought was interesting. Um, it was like May. She made me think of May. Yeah. May thought yeah. she yeah. was fighting the, the LMDs. It did has since she taught her. I mean, she was. Yeah. Exactly. She was her sensei in a way. I mean, she yeah. pretty much was her sensei. So it, it it made me think of that episode, and it was a nice callback because she fought him kind of close to how May fought. Yeah. Oh yeah. Ada. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was a amazing. And that like, whole series. like that ball of. Yeah. Whatever that was. I mean, that was awesome. Like where she's, she's just like straining and pushing mm-hmm. that like back in and on itself. And it just made this ball and then she shoots it back out at him. I mean, that was pretty Yeah. Awesome. It makes me question. I mean, it really was. A, it, first of all, it was a, it was a really great, uh, Chris Claremont X-Men moment. Oh, absolutely. Where your powers are still developing. You still learn new ways to use it. So yep. it was just. And it usually always, what does it always happen? It always happens when you're in a sense of life and death situation. That's when you figure out a new way to use your abilities. So yeah. it just felt like, I want to know how she did it. Like, is, is she, is that her kind of manipulating different waves of, of 
of force, you know, like mixing them together somehow or frequencies of it or and then just throwing it out with all her might or what? Like, I really, I you know, when they get through with this, I'd really be interested to see them talk, you know, talk through what she was able to do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was definitely inventive. I, I love when they they get creative with the way they use the powers and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but then the other, again, the other bit that was, we, t- we touched on it earlier, but that I thought was just unbelievably powerful was the Daisy and, and the Simmons stuff where, oh uh, man, it was, it, I mean, Daisy Simmons doesn't trust her, you know, thinks that she's replaced. Daisy isn't sure what's going on. And, you know, she's like, look, let me, you know, just let me use my powers. Let me, and, you know, cause they can't, they can't duplicate the powers. And, right. and, you know, Gemma's like, you know, no. And she's just like completely destroyed as a human being at this point. Yeah. She I wants mean, to give up. She wants yeah, to Yeah. She's, done. she's done. And, and then just, you know, Daisy feeling like, that she's in this impossible situation now because like they're, they're surrounded and all this crazy stuff is going on. And just the, the way the two of them finally got to the point where Daisy was able to prove to Gemma that she was not an LMD. I mean, it was, that was, I mean, again, pretty Emmy. That's an Emmy episode right there. Yeah. That was some amazing performance from the two of them. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and that was kind of like a slightly new version of, Daisy's powers as well, you know. She was sort yeah, of, totally. Yeah, you know, doing like a you know like an like an ultrasound or something. Yeah, on her yeah. basically. Yeah, but yeah, again, just just really powerful. And then I like the way they decide to sh- to prove or, or to, to help you know get every you know, everybody to understand like, hey, what's really going on? Because mm-hmm. obviously, Coulson, Mace, Mac, they've all convinced everybody in the base that. Daisy's an LMD and so is Gemma like that that you know they have to be taken down and so they they use that nerve gas or the the sleeping gas and they they let it off and then they just give like Piper and her group um the antidote to it and they notice like okay if we only woke you up so anybody else running around is an LMD and so obviously that you know was able to prove to them that uh, that the rest of the team, the team was was knocked out, which I th- I thought was was a was pretty cool, uh, the way they did it, and then just just again acting as a team, I, you know, again they've they've hinted at it before, and I wonder, you know, if this ep- if this series does get a season five, if we don't see Daisy as director of Shield or, um, you know, maybe beyond that, but you know, again, she took control, she gave orders, she um, did yeah. this, this actually. Yeah. From this episode on, this is her op. Like she is the one that's making the decisions. Yes. Like them going in, everything that's happened from this episode, uh, from the beginning of the episode, pretty much when they find out everything until the end of the episode is it's all Daisy. Yeah, yeah, and so, I mean that's it would you know happen in the comics for a, a tiny amount of time. So, mm-hmm. and yeah. you see Coulson kind of like to get to kind of he kind of feels like, or he's giving off that. I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. Which I mean, he almost reluctantly had to take it back from Mace anyway. Yeah. Yeah, He wanted to be done. And and it was only a matter of Mace was so inept, you know, that Mm -hmm. Coulson didn't have a choice, but I'm sure Coulson would be happy to pass it on. Yeah. I think he doesn't want to do that. Like really, we know that. And I think what we see in the, 
framework, what what's the thing that appeases him, makes him calm and relaxed is yeah. He yeah, he just doesn't. He's just tired. Like he's done enough. So Daisy's able to kind of tell everybody like, hey, grab everybody you can, everybody that's unconscious, everybody that's not an LMD or dead. And, you know, because Colson's group, you know, once the jig is up, they just start like killing people. Man, right? they just start shooting everybody. I mean, mm-hmm. these they're ruthless. And so they head over to the Zephyr. Um, you know, one of the one of the red shirt dudes knows is just been training on how to fly the Zephyr. So he's able to, to take off. Um, but Daisy comes across May. And May, they kind of have this, you know, cryptic conversation, which I knew at that point, okay, I know yeah. what's going on. Yeah. So she lets Daisy go. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and then May and Colson have, you know, it's like kind of the episode kind of full, comes full circle. And so, you know, Colson's trying to go after the, after the group and May is standing there with a bunch of explosives and her finger on the button ready to blow it all up. And they just have this really interesting conversation, um, and it's weird from May's perspective because May acts like May, not like an LMD. So mm-hmm. she, you get the feeling while she's ta- while she's having this conversation, she's doing all this stuff. Like she's about to end her own life. Yeah. And uh, you know, it's different for Coulson because he kind of realizes what he is. Yeah. And what's, well, what's and, really and going on? Coulson and them still have like a mission. Like they yes. were, you know, yes. they were still programmed to do something. Whereas right, because Ada programmed them. Right. Yes. Whereas May, like. Her mission ended, and then mm-hmm. she got shut down, and she's back. So now it's almost like she's a free agent, you know. So yeah, it kind of makes sense that she becomes essentially just May because she has nothing else overriding her. You know, nobody's else, nobody's telling her what to do. So it's just right. May's personality, May's memories, and that's what to May f- would do. So right. to feel real, like to feel real, and all those emotions that you feel, and then take that away, and then you realize you're. And LMD, yeah. you still feel those feelings, though. So for her to even think, <clears throat> like, you know, all the things they've been doing, like killing agents and, you know, like, probably he would die eventually. He'll be st- he won't really be here. She probably thinks he's already dead because they replaced yeah. him yeah. like that. That's the thing that made her just go. I can't because May's, you know, May's whole thing with this whole even in that and even in the framework. She's still fighting. Like she's like, this is not what I want. Yeah. She doesn't yeah. like to be locked up. This is not even if it's even if she's feeling pain, she'd rather feel the pain. She doesn't want to feel the she's she's the she's my Captain Kirk. She's like, I want my pain. That's <laughs> yes. that's yes. that's her line. Like, I'll take that. I'll take the pain. I'll take the the uh the ad- adversity. I'll take that in and, and carry it. But it's mine. You know, it's my choice. You can't. And once you start taking May's choices away, she does not respond well to that. Yeah. Yeah. So she blows herself up and everybody else with him. So yeah. and the, the other thing to come. Yeah. Another the, one. Yeah. So to me, this means like, okay, we're done with the, we're done with yeah. the basement, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. We're done with that. It's changing. Um, it's a new status quo. Yeah. So it's interesting because that's been their home for a while now. Yeah. Like they've, mm-hmm. you know, this is this old, uh, you know, SSR base is, is where they've been. So obviously they take off in the Zephyr. Um, and then Daisy and Gemma come up with a plan, right? They're going to go in. They're going to find a way to get, get everybody find it, find using the framework to figure out like where they are. And, mm-hmm. and so they can physically go there and get, and get everybody back. Um, and they make a point of 
of telling them, you know, do not take us out of this, you know, no matter what happens because you'll right. pretty much kill us. And so I live at Agent Piper's. So <laughs> every time I see Agent Piper, it cracks me up because she is totally dual. <laughs> she she has been in Supergirl like every week and she's been in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I want yeah. them to show like just do a scene of uh, <laughs> of a back, like on a website or something, like a webisode or whatever. And you show her going through a, a, a tunnel, like a, one of those um, uh, yeah. portals. And she's going back and forth. Yeah. She's or, like access from, from right. the dude. It would totally fit too because it's yes. the DC Marvel thing. Like yes. she wakes up in one world and go to sleep in the other. I, I'm telling you, that be it would be the funniest <laughs> thing to just have a thing where she's or one, in one show amazing. she says something different than in the other. Like it's yeah. a funny thing. Or did, like oh, I got a twin sister that works for the DEO, and then in the other show, oh, I got a twin sister that works. For- <laughs> Right, right. Uh, like yeah, or that. she like accidentally calls Hank uh, Colson or something like that. Yeah, yeah. something yeah. funny like that. Just a little thing. If you <laughs> get it, you don't get it. You don't get it. It's no big deal. But just yeah. watching it, all, get it. It'd be funny. So, yeah, too too funny. Um. <clears throat> so yeah. So the, then this is the part. So this is this is the part of the episode that I thought was extremely fascinating. So, um. They go into the framework, mm-hmm. and then we get this musical montage, which has this kind of really creepy, eerie, very creepy. Yeah, but, it was but, the song uplifting. That I, Ivanov said he wanted to be born to. Ah, ah, it was the song from earlier, and he's like, "I always mm-hmm. pictured this being good music to be born to." Oh, gotcha, gotcha. So uh, I, I guess that was sort of like a rebirth reference in a way, or something. Yeah, yeah. So it starts with Daisy. She wakes up in the bathtub, and uh, her phone's going off and she gets this message. It's like, uh, get your, what does it say? Get your boyfriend. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and report in or something like that. And she looks over and assumes it's Lincoln. And because again, she feels like, okay, this is supposed to be their, their, you know, ultimate, you know, version of what's going on. Um, so she gets out of the, she's, she doesn't realize it yet. I, I don't think, but we no. look over and it's a picture of her and Ward. What? And I'm like, yeah. I was like, oh, man, that is awesome. I always felt like the Lincoln thing. I thought, man, that's too easy. That's just way yeah, too easy. Yeah, right, yeah. Right, right, definitely. Um, so it's her and Ward. And I was like, that is awesome. Yeah. Um, and he's confirmed, Coulson- confirmed to come back. Brett and Dalton will be Oh, he is? Back. Okay. Yeah. Well, it was oh, on Twitter awesome. last week where he's reading – he's actually like sitting on a bench and then he opens up the thing and he, it's the script. For Marvel's Age of Shield. Oh, nice. Yeah. nice. Yeah. I just didn't know how he was coming back until we got to the to the flashback and they showed his body, but it wouldn't show Link. As soon as it, it didn't show Lincoln just jumping up and you know reacting, I knew it had to be him. Yeah. And the other thing is, uh, Daisy's got long hair again. Yeah. Yes. A small yes. thing, but you yeah. know, she she yeah. sort of pointedly almost like cut her hair when she kind of became an agent almost, or, mm-hmm. or act after Ward. In a way, yeah, because it was yeah. like season season two. Yeah, sure. Uh, Colson's a teacher, so obviously he didn't like he said his he wished he never picked up or took the badge. So he's a teacher uh, teaching why and humans are. What does it say? Why? It says, why should we fear this? Something about yes. should we fear them? Yeah. Um, we cut to Mac, who's living the suburban life. Has his, his daughter still alive? Yeah, he's in yeah. in the house. Mm-hmm. Um. Then the interesting thing was they show Fitz getting out of a limo. He's all like, uh-huh. like dressed up, 
and they cut to a gravestone and it's Gemma's yep. it's Gemma's grave. Gemma's yeah. dead. Yeah. Which yeah, here's where I've got I think the most questions about the logistics of this is Yeah. So so are they jumping into the versions of themselves that were crafted? Like like did Daisy already have this life crafting? So does that imply like obviously she's there like obviously the one who jumped into it is going to exist but for some reason she's also in the lives of the other people she's dead so so i'm curious if she's going to be sort of like the free agent one who like maybe maybe daisy will get sort of wrapped up in the i think she will the world but simmons because her character or whatever is her character you know her avatar in the framework or whatever i want to know what woman fits because I, if they don't break them up, like if they don't die, if one of them don't doesn't die, and I don't think that will happen. I think something in this thing that they learn is going to cause a little bit of a wedge to slow down the progression of the relationship. You know who I could see it being is uh, Agnes. Oh, because he's kind of had a weird thing with Ada. That I mean, maybe that's too much. Yeah, but, but Radcliffe, maybe, but Radcliffe's but, a partner yeah. too. So yeah, yeah that's would true. Want her to be. It, it doesn't yeah. really add up, but right, it would have to be somebody else. And yeah, I want to yeah. know who is that lady that's good that's keeping Fitz. Like he gets to be that that debonair, uh, you know, like almost James Bond look to him. Like he yeah. got it. Remember when we first saw that where he was trying to, you know, getting the the. Uh, the things he needed to save Gemma. Yep, he, yeah, yeah. Like we know he really can cool. be that. He can be that, right? So, yeah. what is it? That, that's... And he's an he's an inventor. I mean, if you think yeah. about it, like, yep, he's a genius inventor. Like he is, he could be Tony Stark. Like if he wasn't working for Shield, he could still. And he went in a different route. Like yeah, yeah he could, he could be making money. Yeah, making a millionaire. Fits yeah. Enterprises, you know. Yeah, yeah. So I'm wondering. Maybe who... he's Iron Man. That's funny, right? That'd be hilarious. Like Iron Man finally shows up on Shield and it's fits. So yeah, so I wonder where they're going. So the interesting thing is, so they make a point of saying like Gemma tells uh, Daisy that okay, if things, what did she say? Like if things go sideways or once they complete their mission, they need they've they've set a designated exit point that Uh they both need to go to because they don't know where like in this reality where they're going to exist. Like, where is it that they wouldn't it be wacky if Gemma is like in her coffin, like she jumps into her, like it's like below the grave or something like that. That Like, hadn't she been through enough? Yeah. Yeah. It's just like kill bill out of there. Yeah. So all that is a setup to the most, crazy thing of all is oh, yep. we see may in an elevator and i'm like oh uh-huh. man she's at the triskelion like they they like it that didn't happen and uh-huh. they zoom out and the elevator's going up and there's a huge hydro logo on the like, base of the, at the top of the triskelion and i'm like holy what? crap well and you can uh, you, she's got you can see the hydro logos on her uniform too and they've yeah. got they've got green accents yes first time we've ever seen the green used with Hydra. Mm-hmm. So, so I like that little little tiny touch to the comics. So she didn't mention what her regret was. No. It was it was Bahrain, but I thought. That's what I thought too. Because we've that's already what seen, we assume. Well, but we we saw it in, in a couple episodes ago. 
there's that episode where she goes oh, on that right. same yeah, mission yeah. and she kills the mom instead of the little girl. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I, I just assume that's what it was because she says earlier to Colson like you something like you know what my regret is. Yeah. So are I, they I, trying I, to imply that that spiraled things out of control to make it so that either the Avengers never came to be, or is it the combination of Colson because Colson never oh Colson never came to Shield. Right. So he was never the Ooh, spark yeah. for the Avengers. So maybe, yeah, that and, could be true because he wow. was the one that he he put the bug in the ear of Nick Fury to like if. But he was, that. but that was the turn, right? Like that was the whole point. And when they all were at odds with each other in the Avengers, was right. He was he, the his death point. was the turn. Yeah. So yeah. If he, he also, wasn't there to die. I mean, think about him on Shield. How much they helped clean up Hydra as well. Right. So mm-hmm. maybe without. Without that, yeah, you're right. He was the turn. So they maybe just, the maybe the Chitari were able to, you know, maybe the heroes didn't survive or something. I, I don't know, man. Yeah, maybe Cap's dead. Well, they killed yeah. Chitari, but remember at the end, if there was no, he looked for Cap. Maybe they never found Cap because remember he looked for Cap. Yeah, he was one of the people that looked for for Steve. And if you don't find Steve, if Steve isn't found, there is no beating Hydra. True. Yeah, because it would have all fell. He was the one that unraveled that whole whole Right. Bit. So, so they right, would have killed right. Nick Fury, and that would have been it. Like, they wouldn't – I don't think Nick Fury would have been able to survive it. There would have been no no yeah. Uh, yeah. team. Yeah. Man. So it has me really excited. I mean – and Daryl, you know this. I love like alternate reality, alternate oh, history yeah. stories oh, yeah. and stuff yeah. like that. And so to me, it, it makes it seem like at least the bulk of the last what what uh, seven episodes, seven, yeah, seven, seven yeah. episodes that we mm-hmm. have are going to take place in this alternate reality, which, which I would think so. Yeah. I mean, maybe yeah. the last one or two, they'll pop out of it. But four or five episodes kind of exploring this world and, and just, you know, oh, yeah. crazy stuff going on. I think it's going to be a really fun way to end mm-hmm. the the episode the I think season. they're going to bring so many people back. Yeah, there's been talking they've been Graviton. talking on. Yeah. They've got and, to. Um, I mean, yeah. There's there's a rumor that Trip is coming back. Oh, uh, on yeah, IMDb so. on IMDb their uh, episode 18 there's a body double listed for BJ Britt. So oh, nice. it's IMDb but <clears throat> We'll you know, see because I, I think who, he who would put a filming, fake thing like that in there? Yeah, because I think he finished filming uh, being Mary Jane because that's the show he's he's a regular on. Yeah, so I think and, they already filmed that. So he yeah. could, I can see them make the time to do. He's just like what, this is two, one episode. Yeah, yeah, I mean it's probably a day. Or yeah, two and episode. and and Jed Whedon keeps saying that this final chunk will be like for longtime fans, like it'll be a payoff. So. Mm-hmm. You know, they've got this world where they could anything could happen. Like, I think it's the perfect opportunity to, like, bring back a bunch of old elements. And, and you don't really need to set it up. You don't really need to set up, like, like in this world, maybe Graviton's all, you know, existed since, you know, back when Hydra. And, and in fact, without S.H.I.E.L.D. wiping on Hydra, we saw Hydra at the end of Season 1 take the Gravitonium. So yep. Yep. maybe without them having to fight S.H.I.E.L.D., they were able to free, you know, Dr. Hall and he becomes gravity. You know, it. they don't even need to, like, give us a whole episode of origin. He could just pop up and someone's like, right. oh, yeah, he, he's been around for, yeah. you, you know, and it's like, so I think there's going to be a lot of fun stuff like that, which is exciting. Yeah. So, yeah, really, really cool stuff. I'm, I'm really, I like the fact that they 
they frame this episode, this season in like a three act structure where, you know, we get the ghost rider, the LMD, and then we get this resolution, which is this framework, um, yeah. you know, bit or whatever. I, I think it just really helps make it feel like it's three, eight episode seasons instead of like one, you know, slogging 22, 23 episode season. So, yeah. And it's a bold, when, when you guys were talking about why Hydra is in charge and like Coulson being responsible for the Avengers and all this stuff, it's kind of a bold choice from the producers because we're, we're basically going to see a world where they sort of posit that Coulson and this show shield are like the most important thing in the MCU. (laughs) So it's kind of like a nice little like ego boost on their part. You know, we're going to see a world where it's like, Hey, you know, without Coulson, maybe you should invite him back in the movies because without him, you guys would be nothing. It's all going to fall apart. (laughs) So that's, that has, I, it's funny because it seems like a lot of shows based on the superhero stuff, has done that like the side characters the support supporting characters there are things they do that are important for the hero you know like Mm -hmm. and it so it seems it seems like that's the theme it's like yeah you know captain america does this thing and they do these you know the big things where they save the world but if we didn't do these certain things first or cover their backs doing these missions and stuff that they would have never been put in a position to do the, the save, you know, yeah. the big save that they were able to do. Exactly, so yeah. it's, and the other thing this LMD arc has been able to do for me, because when it first started, I was fairly down on it because I felt like yeah. we've had Ultron, we're kind of treading, you know, similar ground. I think what, especially with the last couple episodes, what they've been able to do is say, Yes, it's similar in that regard, but we found a way to make it interesting and make it different. Uh, yeah, and so definitely. that's not an easy thing to do. And, um, you know, so I'm, and I'm we didn't glad. spend much time with Ultron either. So, I mean, right. You know, right. they've gotten to get into it a bit more. So. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm glad it's, it's definitely something that feels different and just doesn't feel like they just, um, you know, are, are covering the same ground again. So, uh, kudos, yeah. kudos to the crew over there. Um, the tag at the end of the episode, yeah, yeah. Uh, the tag end of the episode. So we see that Ivanov has been given an LMD body. No surprise there, especially since Ada, you know, was kind of taking a reciprocating saw to his torso. Um, but talks about you know him, you know, putting him in the framework, you know, having him be you know be this important person and all this stuff, and looks over and she basically has his severed head as the, as the mm-hmm. as the essence she's copying into the the framework and I was like that's really creepy stuff right there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Ada has gone off the rails. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and and there's a nice little line too where I think it ends with him she's talking about like emotions or something and he's like when am I going to get a feel of those things and she's like whenever I can. Yeah. So she's she's yeah. you know try, actively trying to be more human. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. and he gives he she gives him the dark hold to read. Oh yeah, yeah. So pretty casually too. Like, yeah. hey, check this out. <laughs> yeah, you might want to give this a read. <clears throat> so there's a lot so, of people running around with that dark hold knowledge in their head. Yeah, but I like that that kind of makes this a little more plausible. Like this isn't just, you know, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. This isn't just a breakthrough in, in AI. I mean, that was, you know, a big part of the episode too, is Fitz taking responsibility for 
like, hey, I'm the bad guy. I mean, it, it was LMD fits, but but still, I'm the bad guy. I you know I helped you know break through some of this research and you know all this other kind of stuff. So yeah, yeah. man, just I just a stellar stellar episode. I mean, it, it was amazing. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I mean. Unfortunately, it's not one of those. I can't. I don't feel like I could tell somebody. Oh, if you haven't watched it in a long, long time, yeah, just watch that, this episode. That's the thing. It's like it's the one that would probably win people over the most. But it's. I feel like this and what we're going to see moving forward is going to be so dependent on you knowing the show. Yeah, out of context, it's going to be tough. Yeah. I, you know, again, you're not going to make a believer out of the non-believer, but. I really feel like if there's people that are familiar with the show, just in talking to people and watched it early and gave up on it, if they started at the beginning of the season, I think they really would be yeah impressed. Six with, weeks for them to catch do. up, so yeah, yeah. I think they kind of planned it well. There's there's enough talk that I could see people kind of catching up in this break and then hopping back on. Yeah, I didn't look at the uh, at, at the the numbers. I don't know if it, they were good or bad. Yeah, I don't know either. I wouldn't be surprised, though, if we see a little bit of an uptick for, like, when the show comes back, like, for the next seven episodes. But, uh, eh, could be wishful thinking, but... Yeah, I'm trying while we're talking Tuesday. It was something, that the reaction that I I saw um, to this part of the season, especially this episode. Ooh, it was a point six. Oh, man. That's, like, really... That's, like, yeah that's really low well but i mean i will say that you know a lot of that reaction wouldn't come until afterwards so maybe we'll see it pay off when the next episode airs yeah again wishful thinking but you know i know i'm really curious to see what happens it just blows my mind that they would not use the inhuman show to help Build up the yeah. Marvel's Age of Shield. It's just so. It just it just boggles my mind. I still yeah. I still think not. we'll see one more season, if nothing else, where they hedge their bets. Like, it, yeah, it, just, I don't know. it just makes no sense to me. Like, it just it just boggles my mind to not like even for the when when DC they were going to do a Black Lightning show and it was going to be on Fox and I was like, well, how would you put it on Fox? when you built up this audience with the CW and Fox was turned it down and guess when went to CW anyway. So yeah. it's like, you have to build like you, why not use, you know, like being, having these shows connect, it does help them. Like they, they would they yeah, come to superhero I mean, shows. It did really not even just superhero shows like Chicago, all the Chicago shows, the PD med, like they actually have built a following with those shows and they help each show get good ratings because of it. Like with CSI yeah. and, and NCS NCIS, like those shows, they have built up that little world. So it's like, you see the, the, the success of other things that have worked that way. Even blacklist now has a spinoff. I don't know how well it do. It just started. Yeah. I don't know how well it, yeah. it did, but still it's, it spun off of another show. So it's like, you yeah, know, I mean, so wouldn't you like, yeah, I mean, they do it with the Netflix shows. They do it with the movies. This is so, like their one chance to do it on. It's like you leave it hanging. Like you leave, you leave Marvel's Age of Shield hanging and then you blame it for not doing well, but you don't give it anything to, to make it do well, to help it to do better. Yeah. 
you handicap well, and you, so you much. you literally introduced the Inhumans for like three seasons on the show. And yeah, so to take have another Inhuman them. show, yeah, it's yeah. sort of like wait a minute, that's uh, yeah, just unless they're gonna have you know like Chloe Bennett as a regular on the Inhuman show, which I'd be fine with that too. But yeah, I'd like them to both exist. Exactly, I would. Yeah. I would like it to both exist. You have in my, the, in my perfect world, they would both yeah. exist. <laughs> I don't even know. It's funny because we don't even know the status of Shield at the end of the season. We don't even know. No, it hasn't been announced. Which it, it's still kind of early, though. I mean, the CW mm-hmm. shows always do it super early. Mm-hmm. Like they announced all their renewals, but I think they well, always their thresholds do it sooner than everybody else. Their thresholds are a little lower. Right. The ratings are better. Um, even even though CW shows are, have better ratings than Shield, but yeah. I think maybe with ABC they're kind of waiting to see what the pilot season is going to look like because yeah. I think if they get, you know, again one of the reasons they killed the most wanted was because they had stronger, supposedly stronger um, pilots out there for the next season. Maybe if if they just get blown away with what what's they have coming down the line, and there's just no room for Shield, then they'll pass it off. But I, I think that um, was bull. I think it, it went to they fired the guy that yeah greenlit yeah, the yeah, show, and and that's why that show didn't get the didn't get picked up because the new guy coming in was like I'm not that wasn't my show, so I'm not going to um, greenlight it. I think that was yeah. more of what happened. If it had started filming and then they were done, then they would have to do it. But yeah. like Powerless, they have to do it. There was no other way yeah. around. That show yeah. had already cost them money. They had already shot yeah. it. They, so it had to be done. But I think that that's what hurt it is that it wasn't shooting already. They didn't film anything. So they were able to cut their losses without you know losing anything really. So that's yeah. why it happened that way. But I just, yeah, it just, it just really, um, like, if you're going to put, I just, you just, I don't know, it just makes the sense. You built this world. If it was me, I don't care if it was the movie, it's the movie stuff and the TV stuff. So, listen, it's all in the same universe, right? I don't care. Help each other with it. Like, like yeah. if, if it, why, it, it's better. I would prefer, if, why can't you just try to make it that everything is strong? Instead of it just being, oh, well, just the movie stuff is strong. Don't worry about the other stuff. Like, you know, build up everything. Like, we don't even know, like, this whole thing of, I don't understand what the movie version of S.H.I.E.L.D. is like. Because you have support staff for the Avengers that's from the government, but that's not S.H.I.E.L.D. Right, right. But it's still S.H.I.E.L.D. Like, I, it makes no sense. And then they know that Nick Fury's not dead. But they don't know that Coulson's not dead. It, yes. It's just, I, I don't understand. Like, they have, they have agents running around in the movies. And I just don't, I just don't get, you know, like, it, does, it doesn't. I don't know. It just it, they just won't even explain it. They won't even tell you. Like, they won't even, I don't even think they know. They won't even, like share what the what the status is so i'm wondering like with with this whole base blown up again what what will be at the end of the season what will be the deal like you know are they i could see them using this as almost like a 
this feels like this could be a final story. You know what I mean? It does. Yeah. Like we're, we're going, it's the greatest hits. You're bringing back old characters. You're, you're reexamining everyone's lives. Right. You know, the base is blown up. Like I could, I could see them using this as an ending or at least maybe a safety net ending where they're like, well, we don't know, but let's just go out with a bang. Mm -hmm. And then I wonder if, you know, again, we're getting a little ahead of ourselves, but maybe a pared down show goes to Netflix. You know, maybe Netflix is like, look, we'll pick up, you know, we'll we'll do some co, you know, you know, give you some money with this and, mm-hmm. you know, maybe do 10 episode season. And, oh, you're going to have to pare down, you know, maybe maybe Ming-Na goes, maybe somebody else, you know, maybe the, the some of the higher dollar casting has to has to change and maybe it's just secret warriors show. maybe yeah maybe it's a focus on daisy and her team and maybe colson shows up every few episodes or something like that and you know it's it's just some of those some of those inhuman characters i, I don't know um it'd just be a shame if if this show goes away and then we never hear from some of these characters again yeah you get really no good. more yeah no more mag no more fits no more general yeah. like it just it's just like yeah. yeah in may especially like no more may like yeah it just feels so much like a waste to just yeah and i mean yeah. these are all like comic characters now too like they've all been yeah. brought into the comics and, yeah and they made fitz evil like it's just I don't yeah, <laughs> yeah. They made fitz evil and but, was you know. dying of some disease yeah I, just so i don't know i just would have had it where they run shield and shield supports avengers and you just don't have them going you just don't have to have the avengers in the in the marvel's age of shield stuff like they yeah they their own thing and then you have the, the the support staff for the avengers and they do their thing you know we yeah. when we call them in that's when it's world ending yeah. you know like something big when we come into something that's when we're it's it's where we need you don't need a hammer to to solve it you need a a special tool to solve it. That's what we do. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like it's, it, that's not hard. That's not a hard thing to. Yeah. Although I don't know, man, if, if Chris Hemsworth doesn't get a good, good hit outside of any of those Marvel movies, it may be, uh, you know, Thor and the agents of shield. If they can uh, Listen, do it that the way. The only way Thor, the only reason why Thor is getting <laughs> the big push that it's getting is because it's, it's Hulk and Thor. Yeah. And you know, like in, and the stones and those, and those stones uh, being revealed, yeah. Like I think that's what a lot of things are pushing it. But Thor alone, I, I, I don't. It's still the weakest of the. Yeah, reaction but I mean Hemsworth else. just himself, like he just doesn't like the poor guy just hasn't had a hit. Like everything he does outside of the Marvel stuff lately just crashes and burns. I mean, it's he's just, just not that dude. Like he's yeah. just not that dude. Like he, I can't see him be in anything else but being Thor fighting or being some type of warrior guy yeah you yeah. know fighting i just you just can't see it and he he can live off that he'd be good he could do a lot of stuff in that same role i mean that works for plenty of actors but i i you know like i just can't see him playing anything else but that so maybe that would be the best thing to do yep yep all right so that's agents of shield for the next six weeks uh like we said we will spend the next bit of time that we have um like i said i'd probably buy weekly um uh talking about 
Luke Cage. Uh, I'm, I'm going to put a thread up on the Facebook page. Maybe we'll try and do some feedback for the next episode to, um, you know, if we have a light news uh, episode, we can we can talk a little feedback. I got a couple emails I've been saving up um, that we can talk about next time too. Um, but yeah, so that will about do it for this episode. Um, unless either of you fine gentlemen have anything to to add to our discussion. No, I mean, I guess we'll figure it out later. I mean, we got uh, what what's the deal with the word on the cloak and dagger and the runaways? And... Oh yeah, the the pilot. Yeah, the the pilot for cloak and dagger wrapped. So they're, yeah. they're, they finished filming the pilot, but that's and Runaways started shooting a couple weeks ago. Yeah, so it's filming, mm-hmm. and yeah. they're both cast. So yeah, I'm sure we'll hear something within the next few weeks. I would imagine. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Well, con season is starting up. So I was just gonna say, yeah, that, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Well, cool. All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, And as always, you can head over to HHWLOD.com for all the cool stuff that we have going over there. The rest of the podcast, DCTV, Walking Dead is back in effect. So that will be – we're back weekly with Walking Dead TV podcast. You can head over to MCUExchange.com and check out Matthew's writings. Uh, And then what was the other site you're on? Screen Rant. That's right, Screen Rant. Yeah, yeah. So on MCU Exchange, I'm doing the Shield reviews every week, and then Screen Rant, I write a bunch of stuff, features, news, lists, all sorts of stuff. So, yeah. Excellent. And, of course, the mogul, Daryl Taylor. You can head over to the Taylor Network of Podcast.com for all the cool stuff uh, going on over there, the multitude of podcasts on every topic that you could possibly want to hear folks talk about. Um, tons of good stuff, including our the podcast that I join Mr. Taylor over there with, which is Gotham by Geeks, which is a lot of fun. Yeah, yes it is. Um, cool. All right. So until next time, thank you everyone for listening, uh, and we'll be back in a couple weeks to to just dive solely into Luke Cage.